1: Hello, welcome to Freedom Friday.
0: Hello, this is Ms. Kapow, and today is January 20th, 2017, President Trump's Inauguration Day.
1: Happy Inauguration Day. Happy oh. American Inauguration Day. And not only is a new president being inaugurated, Ms. Kapow, the whole world is being inaugurated into mm-hmm. this Time of deceptive mm-hmm. crazy insane darkness, man. Yep. It's been building up and building up. I mean, it just you don't wake up one day and uh oh, we're off the rails. It hasn't been that slow of a process either. I would say, you know, even even before Obozo got in office, um, it was it was building up to this. But mm-hmm. the last eight years certainly whoo went off the rails. That's right. Uh, here in America. Wow. Doesn't even look like the same country. No, it certainly doesn't. It doesn't doesn't. look like the same country I grew up in. Mm -mm. Amazing. So we really are being inaugurated into a whole different age. This is incredible. It's incredibly exciting from our seats Mm -hmm. because we get to sit here, look at all the stupidity, and make fun of it. I I just love it. It uh, gives me so much fodder. Yep. So, um, yeah, and I get to do this show where I get to um, spread my toxic... Male masculinity everywhere around, (laughs) and um, yeah, scratch my beard. It's it's wonderful.
0: Oh, you get to actually be a male.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. A man. Yeah, and I have a furrow. I I, like I'm like frowning all the time. Mm -hmm. I got this like this lion thing across my (laughs) thing. Yeah, (laughs) amazing, amazing. So we're gonna talk about several things here. Mm -hmm. We're gonna talk about uh, this this guy. Guy. He's a man. Yeah. Bradley Manning. <laughs> He's the one in 2010 who uh, apparently betrayed America. Yep. And gave a bunch of secrets away. That's right. Gave the Obama administration a hard time and everything. Well, now Bradley, well, as you all know, he wants to be called Chelsea. Right. He likes dressing like a girl. He puts on this blonde haired wig and he puts makeup on. Mm-hmm. What a freakazoid. Anyway, yep. he's one of Obama's uh, butt buddies now. Yep. We're going to talk about that. And then one of my favorite topics, safe, safe spaces. spaces for toxic masculinity. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. And and as we talk about this, you're going to think about me mm-hmm. and how good I would be in one of those courses. <laughs> In fact, they probably have a picture of me up there. Yeah. In fact, if they could find this podcast, they can actually play it in class and go, "This you is see what." how they are? Yeah. This is what you don't want to be. Um. And we want to talk about Trump because, as you're listening, this is inauguration day. So by the time he's sworn in, he'll be president, not president elect. But there's some people out there, some crying experts. Mm
0: -hmm. Can you imagine being a crying (laughs) expert? Hello. And one is a professor. Yeah, well. A
1: crying expert. What's your degree in crying?
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've studied crying.
1: Uh, Yeah. I've a
0: master's degree and doctor's degree. i got a doctor's
1: degree in crying. My husband has a degree in farting. He's a (laughs) fart expert. And uh, see, that would be a good course to to take. Mm. You know, how to fart effectively in a business meeting. You Mm. know, where you don't offend somebody, but yet... You don't yeah. get stomach cramps. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's all it's like a, direction. It's an art. Yeah, <laughs> it is direction. So anyway, how, how Trump, these crying experts are going to talk about how Trump needs to cry. It's, this is amazing. Oh, it's retarded. And then some dude from uh, cuckoo fornia. I know oh, what a shock. I know what a shock. Um, wanted to become a, uh, a piece of uh, human fat on the sidewalk <laughs> as he, as he set, set himself on fire. Um, <laughs> Of course, if he was serious, I think he he just would have. Uh,
0: he would have been a pork rind.
1: Yeah, he would have been a pork rind already. Anyway, and then we're yeah. going to do a "Can't Fix Stupid." Uh. We'll talk about the Tesla's car, the Tesla car. Oh yeah, uh, not that it's stupid, but uh, some of these people mm-hmm. that. Oh, uh, all right. So before we get into that, I think you G- have a word from Truth, right?
0: Yep, I'm going to read Psalm 10. I'm not going to read all of it, but the majority of it. It says, Why stand thou far off, O Lord? Why hidest thou thyself in times of trouble? The wicked in his pride does persecute the poor. Let him be taken in the devices that they have imagined. For the wicked boasts of his heart's desire and blesses the covetous whom the Lord abhorreth. The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God, and God is not in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight, as for all his enemies he puffeth at them. He hath said in his heart, I shall not be moved, for I shall never be in adversity. His mouth is full of cursing and deceit and fraud, under his tongue is mischief and vanity. He sits in the lurking places of the villages, in the secret places does he murder the innocent, his eyes are privily set against the poor." He lies in wait secretly as a lion in his den. He lies in wait to catch the poor. He does catch the poor when he draws them into his net. He crouches and humbles himself, that the poor may fall by his strong ones. He has said in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up thine hand. Forget not the humble. Break thou the arm of the wicked and the evil man and seek out his wickedness till there, till thou find none.
1: There's going to come a day of judgment to all of these, I can't even call them humans anymore, mm-hmm. but these once humans who willingly became demonic hosts, they willingly turned over their bodies, their minds, and their souls mm-hmm. to de- demons, demonic forces. Yep. And these are the ones lying in wait, like the scripture says, like lions, mm-hmm. and they prey on the poor. You know what I mean? It's it's You and I, you, we all know it's not poor, financially poor. I mean, it's no. you're, you're mentally poor. You're spiritually mm-hmm. poor. You're stupid. They prey on those people. You're ignorant. You have no discernment, no wisdom. That's the lion roaring. It's like Satan goes by as a roaring lion seeking right. who he could what? Devour. devour to eat. And there's going to be a day of judgment. There is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There is Definitely. as soon as as soon as a human dies, it's over. The bells ring. Mm-hmm. There's no purgatory. There's no getting out. It's over.
2: Yep.
1: And there's going to be a uh, a day of reckoning. A day of reckoning. And that wow, what a horrible day that's going to be. Yeah. Horrible day because the years here on Earth are really short compared to an eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. I pity the fool, like mm. Mr. T used to say. I pity the fool. I
0: pity the fool.
1: But we shouldn't quote Mr. T because he was very macho, very masculine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He had that Mandarin, African Mandarin hair, <laughs> all the gold chains. He had a lot of muscles. Yep. He said, I he pity the fool. Yeah. He had that scrowl. Yeah. He had that scrowl. Exactly. So we don't want to talk. We want to be sensitive and talk with a little
0: Yes. and cry.
1: And cry. Okay. Uh, New York Times. Which is fake news? Chelsea, Chelsea Manning to be released early as Obozo commutes sentence, but its name isn't Chelsea. It's Bradley. It's Bradley. It's the same Brad. dude. You should the picture. They always show the same picture of this freak, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's in a car or something like that. It's a selfie, and he has this blonde wig on with lipstick and makeup and. You know, when you see a man dressed like a, a woman, it's creepy. It's really creepy. Yeah, it's kind of like a creepy. It really clown. is creepy. Yeah, it's, it's, it ain't right. So, uh, this article from the rag there says Obama last Tuesday commuted all but four months of the remaining prison sentence of Chelsea Manning, mm-hmm. Bradley Manning, who was the Army Intelligence. Analysts convicted in 2010, if you all remember, for leaking and revealing American military and diplomatic activities across the world.
0: That's been such a long time ago, and yet it seems like yesterday, really.
1: Really, yeah. But yeah, it was already in 2010. And this leak disrupted Obozo's administration, brought global prominence to WikiLeaks who uh, was the recipient of those disclosures. You remember that? So, you know, mm-hmm. here's the deal. What's the difference between this dude and Snowden? Well, they say um, that this dude was caught and has been, you know, serving yeah. time. And went through the whole yeah, the process. process. For okay. So, my question on this. Here we go. Is, here we go. Is if this freak wasn't a transgender he/she cross-dressing queer dude. Mm-hmm. Would that other freak commute his sentence? Possibly not. I doubt it. Yeah, I think I think there's an agenda behind all of this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And since he's been in office, he's just shoved this stuff, or assisted in shoving this stuff down our throats. And here it is once again: this transgenderism he's shoved done down your throat,
0: but agitate. Yeah, this is
1: amazing. hmm Uh, regardless of the other, you know, two hundred three hundred crooks he's already commuted. Oh. The decision by Obozo rescued I love this article. They call they call it Ms. Manning. Yeah. What is wrong with you? It's a dude dressed like a girl. Yep. You see what I mean? The agenda, and it's mm-hmm. as long as they keep doing this stuff. The stupid ones out there go, yeah, yeah it's a it, 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 it female. It's not a female. No, it's a it's dude. Uh-huh. He tried to kill himself uh, twice last year. Right. And anyway, Obama rescued this freak from an uncertain future as a transgender woman, or you mean a guy dressed like a woman, mm-hmm. incarcerated at the men's military prison. Where he would belong. Exactly, because he's a dude. And... um it's been jailed for nearly 7 years and it had 35 year sentence. A 35 year sentence and it was by far the longest punishment ever imposed in the United States for elite conviction. Well, he's just
0: well, Yeah, he put our country it's treason.
1: in danger. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um
0: she's luck he's lucky he didn't get the uh, get executed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Genghis Khan would have done it. But he's got kind of a masculine. Yeah. Genghis Khan was kind of a bad dude. And that's why. Yeah. You can't have no Genghis. Yeah. Um, at the same time, Mr. Obozo, I don't know why they keep calling him that, New York Times. I thought they liked him. But anyway, they call him Mr. Obozo, commuted the sentence of Manning, a low-ranking enlisted soldier. He also pardoned James E. Cartwright, who was a retired Marine general and former vice chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff who pleaded guilty to lying about the conversations with reporters to FBI agents investigating a leak of classified information about cyber attacks on Iran's nuclear program. Mm-hmm. So he's just letting everybody go. Uh, remarkable, they say, that these two uh, clemency acts were done. And guess who else he, uh, he pardoned here last Tuesday? He pardoned
0: Oscar Lopez Rivera. He was um, part of the uh, Puerto Rican nationalist group that uh, did a string of bombings in the late 70s and 80s.
1: Isn't that terrorism?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. He was part of a Puerto Rican nationalist group. What a way to to, to sell it. He's yeah. a terrorist. Yeah, thirst. Thirst. 70s and 80s bombings. Let's release this guy. Yeah. The other members of that group had long since been freed. Mhm. Obozo also granted 63 other pardons and 207 other commutations. But mostly for drug offenders. Just drug offenders. You know cuz you can't get enough drug offenders in society. Yeah. You just can't get enough of them. Mm-hmm. You love them. You love these guys.
0: Well they've legalized most drugs so
1: Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, someone's got to sell them. Someone's mm-hmm. got to know what they're doing. So anyway, I just, uh, I'm highly suspicious of this. Uh, now, Paul Ryan, who I don't have a lot of respect for either. No. Uh, he called it outrageous. He said, "Obozo oh, now leaves in place a dangerous precedent that those who compromise our national security won't be held accountable for their crimes. Blah, 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 blah. Right? So it goes on and on and on. But anyway, I think the point of the story, I mean, what makes me suspicious is I think there's an agenda behind all of this. Definitely. And I, th- I think if Bradley wasn't dressing like a girl... He probably wouldn't have got the favor, mm-hmm. but now this, you know, he does Isn't a favor the to he Usually is though. Yeah, his queer friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right, next. Next schools offer safe spaces to combat toxic masculinity.
0: That there would even be a term like that.
1: Yeah. Toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity.
0: Could you imagine?
1: Right? Yeah.
0: But see, it's been a long time coming. I mean, since feminism and then now these stupid programs and movies, they're all about demasculating the man. The weak dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really disgusting.
1: It is. It really is. There's universities across the country are committing to fight. They're committing to fight toxic masculinity of all the problems we have in our society. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the one they choose to focus on, and
0: isn't that funny that Trump kind of represents this toxic exactly. masculinity?
1: Exactly. Exactly. This is this is ex- exactly the whole yeah. thing they want to do, and they've put all his deplorable supporters into that basket, also. Exactly. That masculine crazy. You know, everybody's just some crazy dude with a you know Confederate flag on their truck. You know, rolling down some street in Alabama. I guess I don't know. Um, but this year they got they have these universities have conferences and events and they're exploring the allegedly violent tendencies inherent to manhood. Wow! And just reading that, I just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I'm not violent. I'm going to punch you right in the face. Uh, Ithaca College is hosting a workshop on masculinity and violence as part of its MLK Day festivities. Now, I think that's interesting mm-hmm. because I don't have it right here in front of me. Over the MLK weekend last weekend.
0: Very violent.
1: (laughs) Like 26 murders in Chicago. All the thugs, all these ghetto rats, right? Instead Mm -hmm. of celebrating the pacifist Martin Luther King, who fought very hard for their civil rights, Mm -hmm. well, they decided not to be pacifist and don't give a rats butt about their civil rights and they went on killing each other. Yeah. Something like 26 people died over the weekend and many more shot. They really in are their worst enemy. It's horrible. They I bet you if you asked any one of them, you know, uh what are you guys doing for uh, you know, MLK uh, you know weekend and they're like what are you talking about? Give me your wallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? A bunch of thugs. It it's amazing. So apparently they didn't get the memo that Uh, Ithaca college was hosting this workshop or they all would have went.
2: You
1: know what I mean? Duke university. We talked about these libtards over and over again, Duke university. Oh my gosh. They are hosting a nine week discussion series to explore how masculinity exists on our campus, often in toxic ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Now this would be a good time. If you need lunch money or you need a little extra cash to go on campus and just, slap some dude in the face and take his money. <laughs> Just take his wallet. I know. Because he can't fight you back because that would be violent. Exactly. You know, and then you could do it as a male or a female because, well, you don't go to these, uh, courses,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you're not, you're not liberated. Stupid. That's crazy. So Oregon state university, for instance, students are invited to attend a healthy masculinities conference, a healthy masculinity Where they will engage in collective imagining to construct new futures for masculinities, unrestricted by power, privilege, and oppression. Oh my God. Yeah. They're going to make stuff up. They're going to engage in a collective imagining. They're going to imagine what the perfect male will look like in the future. He's. The, the, here's the future Like male. Chelsea
0: Manning. <laughs> exactly,
1: he, and he's going to be unrestricted by power, privilege, or oppression. So he's just going to be like a, what a dog. Mm. I, I don't know what. What is that? A snail? <laughs> so if he doesn't have the power, to privilege, and oppression, who does? He
0: won't have any spine.
1: <laughs> no, that sounds like uh, some of the police captains I used to work for. <laughs> Uh Because that's true. You had to have a. Um, you got your spine. Lobotomy. Remote. Yeah, you had a alabominy when you make uh, chief, but you know when you're, you, when you're a captain, you get your spine removed. Uh, let's see. For, uh, for other conferences listed, uh, let's see. There's other intended learning outcomes, such as examining the histories and legacies of eurocentric masculinities and understanding how they influence and continue to shape modern global masculinities. Wow. This sounds interesting. Uh, Quote, here's what they say. Join us in a collective examination of the histories and legacies that shape present-day masculinities. Oh, my gosh. And it's free of charge. Of course it is. Okay, Athaka College, Athaka, will host a workshop on masculinity and violence during the MLK Week celebrations. Well, that didn't do real well there in Chicago. Students examined uh, hegemonic masculinity and its role as the wheel that rotates a cycle of violence. <laughs> it's cyclic. I just want to stab this, this, these people in the face. Mm. Oh, oh, that's being toxic. Shush. While empowering willing individuals, <laughs> willing individuals, here's mm-hmm. this poor schmuck to begin to recognize, acknowledge, own and disrupt the toxicity of manhood in order to end violence.
0: See, and there is another quote here that says, "Anger is the only emotion that men have been socialized to express."
1: And they want you to tweet that. By the way, they're, 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 um, this article—well, this article's campus reform. It's a good article, but the, the colleges want you to tweet that
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, deal. So it becomes—it becomes true. Yeah. Right. There's no facts. There's no. nothing. There's nothing here it's to all support imagination, anything. Though, yeah, is what they're saying. There's nothing here to support. Anything. Mm -mm. Um, Let's see. Let's go on. Duke University has a thing called Men's Project. It's looking for applicants. Oh, pick me. Pick me. (laughs) For a nine-week-long discussion group. Nine weeks. That's nothing. I can do that on my head. I got nothing else to do. And it's going to examine the ways we present or don't present our masculinities. Dang it. So we can better understand how masculinity exists on our campus.
0: I bet you you get a shock collar.
1: I bet you. Oh, <laughs> there you go. And as soon as I start scratching my beard, yeah. You know, as soon as I start talking stupid, like you know, or hold the door open for a young lady or something. Mm-hmm. What are you? You powerful? You are more privileged because you got arms? Huh? Huh? You think you're better than me because you got arms? <laughs> Uh, it says they're going to uh, understand how masculinity exists on Duke campus, often in toxic ways. And they're going to begin the work of unlearning violence.
0: And there's your, your, uh, collar.
1: Yeah. Not collar. As soon as I go, oh, I'm just going to slap you right in the wig. i going to.
0: Uh. Anger, anger, Oof.
1: anger. Yeah. I'm like a Rottweiler. Needs to be trained. You know? You know, first you get uh, its uh, testicles cut off and you put a shock collar on it, dock its tail, and uh, hey, you got a good dog, right?
0: It says, we want to explore, dissect, and construct an intersectional understanding of masculinity and maleness, mm-hmm. as well as to create destabilized spaces for those with privilege. Amen. Duke is an environment where some are rarely made uncomfortable while others are made to bear the weight of their identities on a daily basis, and we aim to flip that paradigm.
1: Have you noticed they just use words for the yeah. sake of using words? Yeah, because like, it
0: sounds smart, but it yes. doesn't if you really try to understand what they're saying, it yeah. makes no sense no. whatsoever.
1: Construct an intersectional understanding. <laughs> <I'm> like what?
0: <laughs> Can't you draw me a picture?
1: Okay, other schools as the University of Massachusetts, Amherst, and Brown University have long established centers for men to confront their masculinity. So you're just like walking down the street and you go, you know what? I need to go to the masculine center because I need to confront myself.
0: Oh, for the love of pizza.
1: Yeah, because I caught myself standing up peeing and I got to go in there. Yeah. Um, Brown University has a Be Well Center. Be, Uh Be Well. And it, uh, it hosts weekly masculinity 101 workshops for students who identify as men. Wow. <laughs> for students who identify as men. So the key to. Like it's here, a bad thing. It's very bad. Jeez. It's very bad. Um, the key here is not to identify as a man. <laughs> <laughs> so I can have a beard and I can be toxic. Oh
0: yeah, you'll be like that uh, Chichi or Chaka or whatever her name is.
1: Chichi or Chaka.
0: Who's... Remember that one that that sang with the beard and mustache what Oh, was her uh, name? Conchita? Cha-cha. Conchita Co- yeah. Conchita Banana. Like that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's Conchita
1: right. worst? Conchita sausage. <laughs>
0: yes. How could I forget that sausage? <laughs> okay.
1: Well, so you can do that and you can be obnoxious. It it all the stuff but then when they go you need to go to the B center. You say, "Dude, I'm not a man." Yeah. I'm a Rottweiler. I identify as a Roddy. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. so what now. You don't like dogs? Who doesn't <laughs> like dogs? Come on. Um, now here, here's a good here's a good quote because I don't know if this is true, but this is a quote. It says, "Quote: Men will often resort to violence to resolve conflict because anger is the only that's what it says the only emotion that they have been socialized to express." Mm-hmm. Really, I think I've I've had. Other emotions besides just anger. Yeah. Like right now I have an emotion of you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Is that an emotion? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So this is a description for the school's unlearning toxic masculinity. It says, be well is investing in creating safe spaces for men to unpack all of the things they have learned about masculinity and what it means to be a man. The goal is to help those socialized as men to unlearn some of the notions that have led to such profound harm being enacted towards others and towards themselves. Wow. End of quote. Really? Hello, am I? Yeah, are we the only ones that see uh, this as nuts? Yeah, but... <sighs> you know here what's sad? though You do have some young... Uh, people out there that have a penis Mm -hmm. for some reason whether they identify with it or not they have a penis that are that are being that are subject to this nonsense Mm
0: -hmm.
1: or or, you know or guys but
0: it's so hypocritical because women can just be just as violent and angry
1: Um, now you're you're confusing a good story with facts why do you let facts get in the way of a good
0: I'm sorry agenda I'm sorry you do
1: that all the time I know I'm sorry Right? Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. It's dumb. And what about all these universities? What about their their basketball teams and their mm-hmm. football teams and all that stuff? Who, who's, uh,
0: One of the things that people were um concerned about Hillary was that she was gonna go to war with Russia.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh well maybe she doesn't identify as a uh, as a male. It's know. only the people who identify as a male, obviously. Uh, Okay, in the University of Massachusetts, likewise, has a men and masculinity center for students—oh, I love this quote—to interrogate and deconstruct traditional forms of masculinity. Well,
0: see, isn't that violent? Isn't that aggressive?
1: To interrogate? Yeah, I would think. I'm going to interrogate traditional forms of masculinity. They offer a support group for male students. Okay. Who— this is in quotes, who would, who violated certain aspects of community standards. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know what they peed standing up. What did they do? <laughs> that consists of a, of a series of structured activities and conversations designed to get participants to reflect upon their behavior and the ways in which adherence to masculine norms influenced their choices. My gosh.
0: Peace standing up and they leave the seat up.
1: Oh, that's a no-no. Yeah,
0: especially oh, when the woman no falls no. in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then the 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 male identifying himself as a male laughs. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not good. No bueno.
1: Oh, uh, man. Let's see. Here's here's something interesting. Uh This is by Campus Reform. So they said that Campus Reform reached out to each of the schools mentioned. And um, apparently I, some of these schools, the, these things are paid for by the students and not, you know, whatever. But it said Oregon State University informed campus reform that this will be the fifth year of its conference, which is organized and run by students and funded by student fees. <laughs> oh. Student fees. Can you imagine your kid goes there and part of the, the price you're paying for his education is to fund this nonsense?
0: Yeah, that would Certainly make me upset.
1: And then it says Duke University, on the other hand, told Campus Reform that its men project exists. Now, check this out. Under the advisement and funding Mm. of the Duke Women's Center. Wow. Yeah. Those who identify as women are now targeting those who identify as male. Wow. Wow. That, that well really, you know what instead of what a saying. racial
0: war I think it looks more like a uh gender war
1: yeah yeah exactly well see now you, see but see that's violent so if you can get the men not to be violent then the women can come and sneak him, sneak up on them at night mm-hmm. and do things um let's take a commercial break and then we'll be right back with more nonsense how's that miss go. sounds good all right great
0: know what all this fuss is about, about these pestilence? I think the scientists are doing a great job.
1: Clueless? In the dark?
0: Uh, I think the government's doing a good job.
1: Have no idea what is really going on? I have an app for that. Kapow Radio Show app for iPhone and iPad. Kapow Radio Show app for Android. Get the app. Get a clue.
0: Hey Vinny, I love politicians. I think they've got my best interest in mind.
1: Get the app. Get a clue. 5 com. We're back, and I'm going to be honest with you. The, that announcer
0: mm-hmm.
1: that does our commercial about 5 com about the app, mm-hmm. he sounds a little masculine to me. Oh, very. Yeah, he's, I bet his name is Harry and he has a beard. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm trying to be sensitive, Okay. I, I I need a course I need a course. do you know i was looking I was looking at our um radio stats just uh here recently on blog talk radio you know mm-hmm. uh like who listens to us and it's like virtually no one but um <laughs> <laughs> no but uh over sixty percent. Of a listening audience on Blog Talk Radio, I don't know about Spreaker, but Blog Talk, over sixty percent—I mean, high, like it's like sixty-seven percent or something like that—are female. Huh. Female. Go so,
0: figure that. Yeah. All right. Female.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and over over sixty percent of um, of the listeners come from the United States, but uh, it goes down. Uh, the age group is like forty-five to fifty-four. Is the oh. biggest age group, yeah, over fifty percent of uh, that's the age group, and then the next one would be um, fifty-five to sixty-four, and then we we do have a a few above that, and then we have um, some like in their thirties to forties, very few millennial age, but there there are some, um, and then America USA being the biggest slice of the pie, but then you have yeah, the country. we even have some in something like almost nine percent in Vietnam, really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. But the the thing is, is yeah, that's just blog talk radio. But the thing is, is that yeah, a large percentage of the women. Mm. And I think they're listening because they enjoy the male, uh, masculine toxicity stocks that can't talk or they might enjoy the stupidity. Some (laughs) of them, maybe they're laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, King. Okay. Uh, president Trump,
0: Trump.
1: President Trump needs to learn how to cry from Obama. Oh, I
0: read this story and it just curled my toes.
1: This goes right with masculine toxicity. It Tox- does. I can't even say it. Toxicity.
0: Toxicity. <laughs> Tox-
1: um, this goes right with that, and it goes right with Obama's transgender release. Mm-hmm. You talk about that scripture you you read. You know, yeah. the lions in the den, just waiting for the stupid, <laughs> poor yeah. mentality to walk by and whack them. It's amazing. This is from uh, Yahoo News.
0: Daily Mail, isn't it?
1: What's that? Isn't oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. I got it from Yahoo News. Okay. Let's see. This is from another country in Paris. Donald Trump has, been, has one big lesson to learn from outgoing U.S. President Barack Obozo. How can they call him Obozo? What's wrong with these 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 fake news reporters? What's that thing he needs to learn, Ms. Powell? He needs to learn to be cool about crying. That's right. Yes. That's right. Here's what they say. Uh, oh now, there's a British, there's a British behavioral expert named, this is gonna blow your mind, Judy. Uh, Judy James. It's a female. <laughs> I know. I know Judy James. It. it Judy, just, Judy, Judy. She's a <laughs> she's a British behavioral expert. Okay, oh, for the love of she's an say. expert. So we we really can't we can't doubt what she's saying because she's an expert. So Judy James says, "quote about Trump: if he could squeeze one tear out during his inauguration, people will turn around quite quickly their feelings toward him." Really. Look at Judy James is an expert in Britain. She's a behavioral expert.
0: Well, we also had what Bonner that cried over everything. Yeah, and he was considered weak, and he was annoying. It was yeah. like every time he wanted to get out of something, he would cry. <laughs> he did. Remember? Yeah, it was, I didn't see anything like, like
1: it. It's, it's like you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Get rid of this dude. He can't, I think a lot of that was alcohol induced.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was like okay. I know. You cry over everything. Every yeah. time there was some kind of a controversy or some kind of conflict,
1: yeah. yeah. He, his little lips would like quiver. Yeah, and his eyes would go red.
0: I was like, "Come on!" I
1: and I used to look at that and go, "God, he's not even crying over something substantial like you know the the loss of cheese in the refrigerator." I <laughs> yes. you know.
0: I know. That's Don't I cry wouldn't about. even go there.
1: Well, I get a little toxic and I start getting violent. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yep. I, I go to Walmart. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, cheese. I smell some Munster. <laughs> uh, let's see. She goes on. You know, she's an expert, and she wrote a book called The Body Language Bible.
0: Oh, I know. I read that, and it's like, really?
1: Did you read the book Body Language Bible, or just you read? No, that I read she's the, the author of she, it.
0: No, I didn't read. No, yeah, <laughs> I should. Make myself clear. No. Yeah.
1: I think I think I just was toxic towards you. I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to go to a center and learn how to detoxify. Um, I think there's whiskey and cheese involved in well, it. Well, I'm going to interrogate you after this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to interrogate myself. <laughs> I'm going to kind of deconstruct and de-sectionalize my own whatever uh, i am yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: i'm feeling bad about myself
0: you should you
1: should man uh so anyway she's the author of the body language bible and she's an expert in behavioral uh stuff in britain so she's she's got to know what she's talking about and here's what she says clearly he trump is going to go swanning out there with his alpha male feathers strutting wow <laughs> is she involved with duke university and all these other knuckleheads are we I the only it, ones right? that see a problem here <laughs> He's going to go out there with his alpha male feather strutting, but if at the right moment he could squeeze out a tear, it would have an amazing effect on people.
0: Really? You know, that is so stupid. It is stupid. Because to me, he comes out as confident. I want him to come out confident, not like, you know, some weakling, (laughs) you know, with tears in his eyes and his shoulders hunched and kind of like looking like, you know, unsure of himself. (laughs) I don't want that. I like him to come out there with, you know, broad shoulders, his head, you know, his standing yes and coming out there confident and sure of himself that's what i want in a leader
1: yeah yeah and you know what the thing is is what uh judy here is missing is there's a huge difference between <laughs> real crying and phony crying yeah you know what i mean and this old bozo guy every time i seen him shed a tear it was all phony i it mean was. it was so contrived he like turned around and you know, he put some moisture from a bottle like, on oh, onions. Love you? It was onions. onions or he's smelling his own breath. I don't <laughs> know what he was doing, you know. <laughs> you know his you know his mouth's gotta stink. <laughs> Seriously. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um So so she goes on and she says, um, showing his emotions certainly worked for Obozo. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh here here's the deal. The According to this article, the president has wept at least 10 times on camera since he took office, most tellingly when tears poured down his cheeks last year when he talked about the toll gun violence was taking on America. Are you serious? Are you serious? We had 26 people killed in his hometown Chicago. Yeah. Last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good violence that still in this country. I'm so sad. you talk about everything you read has such an agenda it does it's it like does. can we can we throw the kitchen sink in here? I mean, what other liberal agenda can we just throw into every article that's written mm-hmm. It's just amazing today that there's just absolutely no no truth that's why it's so fun to make fun of this stuff
0: yeah, it, it really is It is fake news
1: yeah it it's just so um. And it just feels so good to dissect it and expose it for what it is. That's amazing. Uh, And then, you know, Obozo here, he's going to retire in our old hometown, you know, in Riverside County. He's going to Palm Springs. But
0: I do remember there was an article way back. Oh, yeah. they were looking for homes, you know, when he does uh, retire. Yeah. And they were looking in Palm Springs. I thought, oh, that is
1: way too close to where we live. Yeah. And then Palm Springs is a huge gay. Yeah. Huge homosexual yeah. Uh, deal. Yeah,
0: thanks to Sonny Bono.
1: Yeah, thanks to Sonny Bono, who, who actually, uh, yeah, ruined that uh, beautiful city. He really point. did. Uh, let's say anyway. So it
0: says here also that he wiped away another few tears earlier this month when paying tribute to his wife Michelle, Michael, and his yeah, and his teenage daughters in a farewell speech in Chicago.
1: But only one was there; the other one was somewhere else. Yeah. Hmm, smoking crack somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't make it up. She wasn't there. Mm-mm. Michael was there. Uh, tears are one of the most powerful weapons politicians have in their arsenals, she insisted.
0: Really? How many other presidents have you seen? Yeah, like how about crying? just making
1: good decisions and being a leader? Yeah. <sighs> She's a behavioral expert. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know why I get... See, I get so toxic. It's your
0: anger. It's your anger.
1: I do. I just I need to really detoxify here. It's the um, only
0: way that you know how to express yourself. It mind. is.
1: I only know violence. Mm-hmm. I only know violence. That's why I'm chewing this microphone right now. It violently, <laughs> like a Rottweiler. Uh you know, she says for Trump crying would be ideal. And it would allay the worries of a world, a world, Ms. Kapow fretting about what his presidency will hold. <laughs> we can see him cry a little bit. It's like, you know what? Oh, shut up. I'm not up. so much worried today. <laughs> Uh. Um, Now some of the women might be worried that uh, He's a sissy lala man (laughs) And they're not going to feel secure With a sissy lala guy Right Mm. Um, She says uh, I think so many people are depending on Trump Now that unmasking himself Is quite a warm well-meaning Character with values That he has been hiding all this time
0: Oh good night (laughs) She's so annoying.
1: Uh, She says that tears, like Obama's tears, helped show his sincerity. It connected him with the public. It undercut the reputation as an intellectual.
0: (laughs) She says this. Yeah. We want
1: him to be stupid. In other words, yeah. We thought he was smart and intellectual. When we saw him crying, we realized, boy, he's a Nancy boy. Doesn't say
0: a whole lot about her,
1: now does it? No. We don't want anybody smart. We want him him soft and
0: Stupid, like Obama.
1: Yeah. Tears show empathy. Tears help to bring him down from the pedestal. He's a bit more of a new man. Ooh, that's a good statement. Mm-hmm. You can imagine him doing the shopping, whereas up to now the U.S. presidency has been an alpha male preserve, and it is again with Trump. You can imagine him doing the shopping. <laughs> what does that have to do with leadership? I know. Oh, my. Where do these people come from?
0: Ah, uh, I'd rather see a president up there that actually does what he said he was going to do.
1: Yes. Like not lie and do stuff rather than I don't care if he shops or not.
0: Uh,
1: let's see shopping for nuclear devices <laughs> so he could be violent. Obama's comfort with big emotions was also evident when he surprised his tearful vice president, Joe with the high, They both cry. I think Joe turned around he a little did, bit and pre- yeah. did a pretend crying. Yeah,
0: there's no tears there. Yeah,
1: he got that medal. <laughs> that means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what are you going to do with this? <laughs> I know. Okay. Have you got to the part yet where there's a crying specialist?
0: Yeah. Lauren Bilsma.
1: She's a crying specialist. Hey, yeah. do I need to repeat that? <laughs> do it. A crying specialist. Specialist. Yes,
0: she's an assistant professor of the psychiatry of the University of Pittsburgh, <laughs> and said it was clear that Obama is a man that is comfortable expressing his emotions in public. In terms of character, we know that crying is associated with personality traits such as higher levels of empathy.
1: Really, a crying specialist, assistant professor here in the good old USA. Wow do we need one of those? <laughs> do we really seriously? Do we need this? Cry is baby. It, cry is baby. Is this something we need? Oh, uh, wow. Despite his hard man image, Russian leader Vladimir Putin has also shed tears several times in public, mostly notably after winning back the presidency in 2012, despite street protest. Um, really? I think I he was, pa- I think he was probably crying from laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, crying at the pain of others makes politicians particularly attractive, James added. Okay. How about laughing at the pain of others? Mm-hmm. That, that's not good. That's toxic. Okay, but psychologist Jean-Pierre Friedman, sounds like a dude, right? Mm-hmm. Insisted politicians well up more because they are afraid of losing power.
0: Now that sounds more like Yeah, it.
1: so anyway, he, he says they, they cry more because they don't want to lose power. And there's a danger of faking it, obviously, and this and that. But uh, this gal goes on and she just thinks that uh, Trump would be much better if she can just if he can whip up a couple of tears and uh, show the world that he's uh, he's emotional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, next anti-Trump protester sets himself on fire outside the Donald's D.C. hotel. Before putting himself out and surrendering to police, he put himself out. Yeah, he's the pork rind. (laughs) He can't be serious. Any real protester, anybody who's serious about protesting and going to kill themselves, they would light themselves on fire and there would just be a little puddle of of human fat on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, I mean, you're going to do something, you got to do it. Yeah. This guy's a phony. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He's a phony.
2: Phony balloon. I bet he
1: had a fire retardant coat on too probably i bet he's probably. a shield i bet he's a shield that's right the man he's from california it's i, it's, it, I find that, that hard to believe
0: it doesn't surprise me
1: yeah he set himself on fire outside trump international hotel on tuesday night the staff inside the hotel laughed and then called police it didn't say that but i'm sure they did he suffered non-life-threatening burns how could you suffer non-life-threatening burns you're not serious then he should have had life-threatening burns if he was serious. I think so. He was taken to the hospital. He, the man said he was protesting against Trump, who he said, quote, was incapable of respecting the Constitution. <laughs> How, when, why, where, some facts, these, some support.
0: This is part of the imagination, and yeah. this is the kind of man that these idiots want.
1: Yeah, stupid, stupid. (laughs) This is this is the 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 stupid, the poverty of intelligence Mm -hmm. and spiritual wisdom walking by the lion's den, just like the scripture you wrote. This is it. Mm -hmm. This is stupid. This is him with the face. (laughs) But if you're going to do something like this and and set yourself on fire, have some facts you know, if you say Trump was incapable of respecting the constitution because of a b c when, how, where, why, give me give me something. Yeah. Just don't make words up. Don't make words up. But, but this guy does. They do now. And apparently Trump respected him enough to not be there number 1 <laughs> and respected his first amendment right to well,
0: set himself on fire. Set
1: himself on fire and freedom sure. of speech. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there you have it. Plus, at the time, Trump's not even president. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. But anyway, he's a protester. He set himself on fire. He's 45-year-old, wow. so he knows better. He's not been identified. <laughs> he said the act was in protest of um, Donald's looming inauguration. Witnesses said that he yelled Trump several times as flames ran up his back. Before laying down in the street. Wow. Can you imagine that? You're on fire. Trump! Trump! <laughs> maybe, he want, maybe he wanted Donald to come out and... Uh, Save me! <laughs> throw some vodka on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he suffered non-life-threatening burns. See, that to me, that's a poser. Mm-hmm. How could you not be hurt? He was taken to the hospital. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and he was not arrested. Well, how could he be arrested? It was like uh, freedom of speech, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, he didn't commit a crime. He wow. didn't get a crime. Yeah, just pictures. There's pictures of his burning back here. He says, I'm protesting the fact that we've elected somebody who's completely, by the way, incapable of respecting the Constitution of the United States. Wow. Completely incapable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Completely. He's from California. He suffered third degree burns to uh ten percent of his body. Wow. He used a lighter and a and accelerant to start the fire. The police were called at a hotel uh, of a report of a person in distress. And um, they said uh, it was not initially clear what the man was protesting when he set himself on fire. He set himself on fire and his flames uh, ran up his back. He yelled Trump several times. Then he laid down on the street. He did the doggy roll and uh, put himself out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He was able to walk. So, you know, he's a poser. Because like I said, anybody worth their their moxie would have went through it. And uh, anyway... That's about it. Now, my uh, my question here is: these these celebrities, these celebrities, mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell, oh, uh, what's her Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep. These celebrities, Meryl Streep, and all these celebrities that are, that are doing these little videos, <laughs> you know, um, how come they can't take uh, a page from this man's bravery? Mm-hmm. And they go out there and set themselves on fire. Now that, my friend, would be news.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because you mean Lady Gaga just pours a cell around herself and goes Wah! and just <laughs> uh, goes up in flames. Cher, oh yeah, Meryl Streep with her little uh, globe and, uh, Golden Globe uh, idol there. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. Martin Sheen. Oh. Uh, yeah, what are there? I mean There's dozens yeah, there's... of actors we've seen on the... Uh... Mm-hmm. I don't like to watch it because then when I see that and then I want to watch Netflix, I go, oh, that guy's on Netflix. I'm not going to support that. I won't watch him. Yeah. So now I can't watch anything. No. I can't watch anything, you know? i got to watch the moon. And that's not even real, according to, to YouTube. No. It's a hollow satellite. That's what guys are saying. It's a hollow satellite. Nubaru's yeah. coming anyway. You can't see the moon when Nubaru comes. It's been coming for the last 10 years. <laughs> Okay, uh, Ms. Capel, are you ready for You Can't
0: Fix Stupid
1: music? Please. Okay, I got the music in the background of You Can't Fix Stupid. All right. In today's top Can't Fix Stupid headlines, under the telegraph, under the technology section, it reads, Tesla driver stranded in the desert after smartphone app failure. And this happened right here in our own backyard in Las Vegas. Not that there's anybody stupid in Las Vegas. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying. um, But I think there may be. Mm -hmm. A Tesla driver was stranded in Red Rock Canyon near Las Vegas after the car's keyless control app suddenly stopped working. Uh Uh-oh. So they're blaming the app, but it's not the app. It's stupid. (laughs) It's stupid who did it. The app didn't stop working. That's not true. That's fake news. This guy was interested in testing his cool Tesla car. See, because you got to be a hipster to have a Tesla. You got to be a cool hipster guy. That's right. And so, a cool hipster guy living in Las Vegas, you know, rolling the dice. He's cool. He was interested in testing a feature that lets Tesla owners like himself Mm -hmm. unlock and power their car using their smartphone. Yay. Smartphone dumb people, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But hey, who doesn't want to drive their car? Using your smartphone. Who? Every time I go out to my car, I think, man, if I only had an app to start this thing, yeah, life would be better. Exactly. It would be. Yeah. It just would be. But I can't afford a Tesla. I'm not a hipster. I can't afford a Tesla. I'm too angry. <laughs> but Ryan Nigri, that's his real name, Ryan Nigri, <laughs> decided to leave his keys at home when he went for a drive around the canyon yesterday. I'm going to leave uh, my keys at home because yeah. I got a smartphone and I'm cool and I'm hip.
0: I'm just testing this too. Yeah.
1: I bet you anything Ryan Nigri has a has a man bun. Yeah. I would, oh, uh, I yeah. would guarantee it. Oh, he's got to have a man bun. Obviously. And I bet he wears Birkenstocks. <laughs> Birkenstocks. And he's originally from California. Okay. Mm. So the keyless smartphone feature, which is available through Tesla's iPhone and Android apps. How exciting. It lets users remotely monitor and control their Tesla Model S without their key. Who? I mean, who doesn't want to do that? One of the main features of the app is the ability to unlock and uh. drive Model S without your key. Right? <laughs> yeah, you want to be on your smartphone all the time. And you want to be able to, 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 to be able to drive your car on your smartphone. Now, Ryan Nigri was able to do to do just this, and he was testing it. Uh, But only to begin with, here's what happened. After getting out of the vehicle to adjust something, uh, when he was six miles from home, he was only six miles from, he found himself locked out of the car, unable to get back in, let alone to start it. Here's what he said, quote, six miles down the road, we decided to turn back. But before that, had to adjust Mosey in Millie's car bed. I think those are dogs okay that were in the car i know so you're starting to get upset like you idiot your dogs are locked in the car now yeah so he before turning back he had to adjust the car the 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 dog's beds mosey and millie maybe they're kids i don't know so i exited the vehicle he said bad idea Uh oh and he said this on instagram so he he was still able to use all his his (laughs) smart apps you know and he was able to like be on facebook and instagram and he was able to use twitter um in fact here's a picture of Ryan Nigri right here um well you can't see my screen oh, yeah, on the yeah, top yeah. of his instagram thing and i don't see a man bun unless it's behind his head but he does have cool shades
0: yeah no he doesn't have a man bun no
1: but he does have cool vampire shades um <laughs> Uh, anyway, he said, uh, quote, on Instagram, need to restart the car now, but with no cell service, my phone can't connect to the car to unlock it. Well, I don't know how he's Instagramming without that. But anyway, so there's a picture of his Tesla uh, in the middle of the Nevada desert. <laughs> yeah. So here's what happened. And then uh, Negri, he didn't know before leaving the house. Now, he didn't know. This is why he can't fix stupid. He did not know that before leaving the house without his keys was that the feature requires the owner's phone to have a signal. (laughs) You can't fix stupid. Even if you can afford a Tesla, you can't fix stupid. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's That's what I'm trying to tell you. Money has nothing to do with common sense. Mm -mm. Intelligence doesn't have anything to do with common sense. There are six-year-old children out there that would say, Mommy, you can't make a phone call because you don't have a signal. That's right. But not Ryan. Mm -mm. Ryan didn't care. Without a signal, it is unable to connect the Tesla servers to unlock or start the car. What a (laughs) crazy concept. I know. While wireless key technology is fairly common, smartphone car control is still a fairly new concept. Nigri said he should have taken his keys, right? He should have taken his keys as a precaution, but guess what he also did? Hmm. He criticized Tesla for not having a contingency plan in such cases. It's Tesla's fault. Exactly. Yep.
0: Let's blame the other.
1: So what are you supposed to do? Crawl under the car, find the hidden red button that says unlock and That everyone
0: else could probably use (laughs) and drive off with your car. Exactly.
1: What does he want? Biometrics or something? You look at the bumper. You stick your face on the bumper and it reads your eyeballs. I mean, (laughs) are you serious?
0: It's about as stupid as people with their their, uh, key fobs. Yeah. You know, because they have their um, outside box. Yes. They can get in, punch yes. a number in. So they leave their keys in the car. This true story. Yep, the gal did that. Some guy came with a a bat or whatever, um, broke the window, sat in the car, just turned on the button, hit the start <laughs> button,
1: drove off. Yeah, because you can't. It's too much trouble to carry your smart key with you. Yeah. So you want to leave it in the car and just lock it using the yeah, yeah. except the, the keypad on the on the mm-hmm. door. Who? All right. So, uh, anyway, he blames Tesla for not having a constituency plan. So, to save the family. Now, here's a guy. Now, here's a guy. I'm going to say I'm making fun of Ryan Nigri because he's stupid, right? Can't fix <laughs> stupid. But here's a guy who did, in fact, go to those masculine classes yes. to get rid of his masculine toxi- mm-hmm. toxicity. Right. And I'll tell you why. To save the family from being <laughs> stranded in the desert all night. That's great. Right? Mm-hmm. So he he had his dogs or something else with him in the car, mm-hmm. part of his family, and, and he had his wife with him. So to save them from being stranded in the desert all night because he locked himself out of the car, Nigri 's wife, Ryan Nigri's wife, had to run two <laughs> miles. To find a signal and call a friend to bring the key fob.
0: That's rich. That is rich.
1: Because Ryan was not masculine anymore. He was out playing with his little toy like he should. Like a little girl playing with her Easy Bake oven. Mm-hmm. But he's playing with his little Easy Bake Tesla car mm-hmm. with no keys. But in order to save his family, his wife <laughs> ran two miles to get a Cell phone signal. I lie not. It's right here in the article. I lie not. (laughs) Had they driven further into the canyon when the problem arose, it could have been more difficult for them to get home. Yeah, because you'd have to She'd have to run run ten miles. Yeah. So as a true man that he (laughs) is, a true man that Ryan is, he said, Honey, you need to run and get a signal because I'm gonna (laughs) stay here with Molly and Mikthy. (laughs) wow wow
0: that's the face of a man
1: that's manhood right there that's the Mm -hmm. that's the future they're talking about when they're they're reconstructing future manhood this is what it looks like you get stuck in the middle of the desert in your tesla because your smartphone can't get a signal you send that macho woman of yours to go get it while you Mm -hmm. stay with the dogs
0: exactly (laughs) wow
1: yeah All right, let's get out of here, man, because, um, well, let's just get out of here (laughs) for no reason. We're out of stories.
0: Ciao, babies.